Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc. They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Everyone settle down, settle down, Nash. We are back after your adventure. Jesus. To the land of New York. Uh, we can say it is time for another week of the You Mad Bro podcast. Not so much coronavirus this week. I'm proud of us. This is going to be fun. Good work, guys. We got pissed off at everything else in the world. Yeah, there's actually other things to be mad about. Before we get into that, this is the You Mad Bro podcast on ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Ladies and gentlemen, a bunch of great shows. I have officially onboarded. Uh, three, four more shows, King's Wings Podcast, um, Game Changer Podcast, Fretzelmania, and WrestleAct Radio, the Wrestling Network, onto the Glorious website, of course, other shows, The Daily Grind, GDP, and The Sam Cell Podcast, but this is the most important one. This is the You Mad Bro Podcast. Make sure you find us anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at You Mad Bro Pod. I, of course, am Will Tash, gets Nash Moore. Um, yep. Nash, how was your week? I miss you, buddy. Yeah. I bet you did. I, just, I didn't get to talk to people. It was just like, I was just like, after I got off work, I didn't really say a word to the next day. It was a little weird. It was a little, you should have called. Yeah, I didn't care that much. We text, we text a little bit. I love a call. I got some weird calls oh. while I was gone. Oh. But okay. So we have a, while we were gone, Nash, a lot of, a lot of shit happened this week. People were not happy. A lot of people were pretty angry going on. There's so much I wanted to cover, but we didn't have enough time. So it's kind of like a, a quick topics we can't cover, but. Worth mentioning, Ohio lawmaker refuses to wear a mask, citing God's image. Wait, what? So he goes, didn't wear a mask. He he goes, quote, we're supposed (laughs) to see ourselves in Christ. And I just can't picture Jesus wearing a mask as he goes around praying for people. I'm pretty sure it's a government official saying that. Wait, hold on. So this man wears like, yeah, it's an Ohio. It's an Ohio lawmaker. Yeah. No way. That guy's wearing linen robes. No, he wears wears a suit. Yeah. You're an idiot. (laughs) He says, I'm not going to wear a mask because God doesn't want me to. Well, apparently God doesn't want you to live either. But uh, yeah. Um, So if you want to tell us what you think about that, you might have a pod. Um, Other than that, we have a woman, quote unquote, boxing her dog and it sparks outrage. Now, she watched the video. She like cold cocks her like husky. Dude, she like punches that dog because I was like, okay, maybe they got some ground. Maybe it's just kind of like. Tap. No, she's following through with those. No, she beats the shit out of this dog. I'll link to the video on our social media, but you know, it's that's an easy story to cover. You don't abuse your dogs, people. Don't beat up your dog. Don't punch your dog really hard. Right? It loves you. You're supposed to love it back. When it dies, you get a new one. That's just that's just how it's supposed to go. <laughs> in in that cycle, you're not supposed to abuse your dog, please. 
I'm not the biggest fan of dogs. I don't hate dogs, but I would never fucking punch a dog. Do you dislike dogs? No, I don't dislike. I like dogs. I like other people's dogs. I want a dog. You can take care. I want you to get a dog. So I mean, I don't have to take care of it. Dude, I will train my dog to attack you. Uh, if that happens, I'll punch it. But we're going to start off this week. <laughs> I'll get two. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start off this week talking about Adele. Nash, what's your favorite Adele song? I only know Rolling in the Deep and I can't sing it. I just know the name. You know, I forgot that was a song. I was going to say the one from Skyfall. When the sky falls. That's yeah. all I know. It crumbles. Oh, oh, so why are we talking about Adele? Because Adele, because um, we love her music so much. Clearly, clearly. So um, she's has been off social media for a while, um, really focusing on her weight. She lost a ton of weight. Was that why she was off, or didn't she get? I don't know, but she posted her first picture in a while since her quote unquote glow up, um, and she looks amazing. First of all, let's just say off right at the bat, she looks phenomenal in phenomenal shape. So. Good for Adele. I am I am happy for Adele that she lost all that weight and she is happier. Um, now, what, did her, what was her post about? Not anything about her weight. Surprise, surprise. Not at all. Actually, zero about her weight. What was it about? Um, Adele returned to Instagram with a post thanking fans for all their loving birthday messages and thanking frontline workers for the keeping people safe, meaning, you know, oh. essential workers and medical people. Oh, um, so it was her birthday. It's cool. It was, her, it was her 31st or 32nd birthday. And... Um, yeah, so she wanted to say thank her fans for all the support and then thank um, the first responders. And of course, one of the people, thing people talk about was her fucking weight. Well, I mean, everybody has a birthday and like you can thank them. It's not much to talk about. It's her birth year. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but media outlets and internet users focused much of their attention on weight loss while some calling it amazing and an inspiring glow up. Others slammed language arguing that she has always been beautiful and that people were reinforcing harmful beauty standards associated with weight by talking about their body this way. Now, Nash, we've kind of talked about this before, um, either in these archives or the previous archives. No, it was the old archives. It was the old archives. Yeah, because it was with the people that were like eating a bunch of food. Yeah, it was the, um, the idea of... Um, Fit shaming or something like that? Fat shaming? Not fat shaming. That's like an actual thing. Um, I forget what it was. It was some kind of body shaming. People were eating a bunch of food and I, I didn't... Oh, it was thin privilege. Thin privilege. Thin privilege. Remember that? Thin privilege? Dumb. Oh my God. If it's one episode I want to release from the archives, it's probably that one. Um, yeah. So here's here's my thing. I don't care. <laughs> what are you going to say? Like, why Why do people have to bash on something that's good? Well, what do you mean? Oh, you, are you saying, like, people... Who's the one bashing here? Like, people on Twitter saying, like, you shouldn't be calling out Adele's weight like that. Like, why are you trying to in inject this negativity... It's something that's a positive message. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll agree. Like with what that. do what do you gain? Yeah. Other than more weight. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it's like if I lost a bunch of weight and nobody said anything, 
That'd be kind of dumpy. That'd be kind of dumpy. But if I lost a bunch of weight, in fact, when I did lose a bunch of weight and people were like, oh, you lost weight. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. I tried to. Yeah. It's great. it's, it's, It's a commendment to your hard work and genuinely wanting to better yourself. Now, I cannot attest to what Adele's health was when she was her size, her previous size. I also can't attest to it now. But looking at it side by side, she looks a lot better and healthier now. And she is way more beautiful. Now, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Some people do like fat chicks. That is a fact. (laughs) (laughs) The way you say it doesn't help your argument, but I understand what you're saying. It is entirely subjective. Yeah, like saying she was always beautiful. Yeah, I can agree to that. Sure. I'm not going to say you're wrong if you think um, overweight Adele was beautiful. But to say she's less beautiful now or even... Not as it, it's not the same. Yeah, because you can't. That's somebody else's interpretation of it. Yeah, that's just being nice. Yeah, you think she looks better? You compliment her for it. Yeah, she looks amazing now. She's thirty-two. She looks like she's twenty-eight. That's, I don't. Okay. Now that we're gonna get comments about young and about age and. <laughs> Hey, remember what Dave Chappelle said? Oh, God. I know. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, not going to say it either, but you all know what I'm talking about. Um, so some argue that people were reinforcing harmful beauty standards associated with weight by calling her weight loss a glow up. Now, before I, before I want to um, get into the actual comments, think, people. If people in this country did not have weight issues, if they were not so goddamn unhealthy— <laughs> If they didn't eat like shit, do you really think the coronavirus would be as bad as it is? You know why it's probably not as bad as in other countries? Because it's not as fucking fat and gluttonous as this country. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> You're going to have to connect those dots for me, man. <laughs> because I'm, I'm just saying, like, harmful beauty standards? What the fuck does that even mean? No, nah, because they're saying about how society will pressure women... To have a certain standard of beauty that sometimes is unachievable, and that yeah, no, 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 but but it is achievable because they're real people. They look like that. They're real. They're actual. Well, not for some people. See, not for everybody. That's what I'm saying. Not everybody's beholden to that same standard equally. But they could be. No, some people can't. I'm not going to get this whole debate with being fat's a choice because in some circumstances, it's definitely not. But in most, it is. In I, most, I in most it is. There's an exception to every rule. But yeah, because losing weight for a lot of people is kind of hard. And uh, I understand that. But why are we pretending that being obese and unhealthy is... Like not a bad thing? Not a bad thing. Because people are kind of weak. Yeah. It's like I'm fat. Yeah, you're fat and overweight. Yeah. I'm out of shape and probably overweight, but I'm not fat. Yeah, you're disgusting. Yeah, that's fair. And weak. Physically, sure. <laughs> I mean, all right, you, you hold up well again under torture, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know how the hell you learned that. But no, I, I see what they mean, but I don't. that's not happening here. Because unless somebody said you looked bad when you were fat... You look good, skinny. Yeah. Then that would be mean. That would be targeting it. That would be that whole thing. But if they're just saying, wow, you look really good since you've lost weight. 
Yeah, I, I don't see how that's people. Not bad. Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. But people are saying that's bad. Again, this is this is from Justine on Twitter with a cat and butterfly emoji. Um, ben Bet World, what the hell is ben, that? Ben Between Worlds. Ben Between uh-huh. Without in the E's. Yeah, it's her Twitter handle. Um, oh, like Ben Between. That doesn't matter. I don't know. Cat butterfly. Cat butterfly. Pussy fly. The toxic fat shaming misogyny and the hashtag Adele tag is disgusting Adele was sexy and talented and stylish years ago so I don't know why so many of them of you wait of you are acting like she's suddenly become all of those things only now simply because her weight has changed she went on to say in another tweet you can't determine someone's health by looking at them that is true you can't kind of unless you're a doctor um no, they do tests. Even, even to some extent. I think you can roughly assume. And then she goes on to say, you definitely can't determine you definitely can't determine someone's healthy solely based on their weight. To which I go, Yeah, you can. You can't determine someone's healthy solely based on their weight. No, that's that's true. Someone's weight is a big factor into why how healthy you are. Yeah, but it doesn't determine I mean to a point it does. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Because if you're, I don't know what a ridiculous weight is, like 500 pounds. No, also, it depends how tall you are, right? You're being, you're being no, alive. not even. If you're like 500 pounds. Doesn't matter how big you are. No matter what, like you're still going to have more wear and tear on your joints. Yeah. Your knees are probably like begging if you yeah, just sit down. That's, that's just the reality of it. So like, I, yeah, I can, you can, your weight, you can tell, you can kind of tell. Yeah, and like your heart's got to be working overtime. Yeah. Your but arteries. It doesn't mean your heart is bad. We're not saying that. But sometimes you can kind of tell vaguely. Yeah, I'm not an expert. I'm not a medical expert. Well, no, no, the difference between by looking at them. Like, if I look at you, Nash, I can tell you're overweight. I can't tell if you're healthy. I have no idea. No ungodly idea. You look at me and you're like, oh, he's probably, he's got something. <laughs> you look at me and I just, I, I'm not unhealthy, but I'm not the, most, not the most healthy person either. But you can definitely determine if someone's healthy based on their weight. You can. Yeah, in some cases, yeah. You can't determine someone's health by looking at them. But again, that's not true. Really? I mean, I, I get their point, but it's like there's too much that's false. You know? It's too much too broad a statement. Yeah, that's too... Because uh, there, there, are, there are too many examples that go against that. You know? Because mm. there are some ailments, a lot of ailments that have physical... Yeah. Well, uh, linebackers, you know, like a linebacker in the NFL, they're humongous. Who's to say they're unhealthy? Just by their weight. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I mean, you can, it's how that weight is there. See, this is the thing. If it said you can't determine someone's health by how fat they are, that's kind of incorrect. Because if they're just like straight fat, that's probably not healthy. Mm. All right, let's go on to Audrey with a pineapple. Um, almost fucking do. At hers is her tag. Also, the but the previous person, I was just wanted to know this because it's pretty funny. This person's page, I went to their Twitter page, um, and they are just filled with Star Wars memes, pictures, and Adam Driver. Who's Adam Driver? Uh Kylo Ren. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So it was weird. 
this their whole Twitter feed. Like, who tweets? Only and like her, her. I'm assuming it's a her. Her uh, Twitter image was Ray from Star Wars. It's like out of all the Star Wars movies, it's like what, like roughly half of them are good. If that, yeah. Um, that's also very subjective. But uh, so Audrey and um, I want you to keep this in mind. I think this person is a teenager because she's definitely obsessed with Taylor Swift. All she tweets about is T Swift. So I'm assuming this person is a child. Yo, go Taylor Swift, my girl. Not really. Uh, she says in a tweet, please stop saying Adele had a, quote, glow up. We have no idea what her health was slash is like. And this is just reinforcing the skinny ideal or the concept that the skinnier you get, the prettier you get. Um, Again, that's subjective. But I think generally, generally. No, no. Hold on. What the hell is this? Please stop saying Adele had a glow up. We have no idea what her health is or was. We- okay. A glow up isn't about your health. It's not about your health. It's about how at one point in time you looked worse than you do now. That's what that means. That's all a glow up is. Time happened and you got better looking. (laughs) That's what glow up means. It doesn't mean you, you know, are an Olympic athlete now. But can we also stop pretending that people are are not attracted to thin fit people male or female what again not always but generally men are attracted to women who are fit and in shape or at least not overweight men are attracted to other men who are in shape and fit women are attracted to men who are fit and in shape and not fat overweight slobs at mcdonald's women no i disagree Generally, no, I disagree with that. Chicks are into whatever, man. Generally, I think women are more okay. Do you think a woman is gonna be more attracted to fat Jonah Hill or Brad Pitt? Depends who has more money in that circumstance. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're watching Moneyball as a this is gonna be a hard for you to picture. I don't think Nash. it matters for guys. Like, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. But generally, when looking for a partner, they prefer someone. No, I disagree with that. That's not correct. All right, Nash. If I, if I line up a group, of, a group of females that we know. Okay. And you just be like, yes, 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 no, no, no. I know exactly who you're going to pick. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying chicks. I'm saying girls, women, don't have... As much of a preference. Explain. I'm saying men, yeah. Men typically want women who are skinnier. Typically. Yeah. And again, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm not saying it to be mean. I just think in my experience. Yeah, I I think... what I've come we, we don't we don't mean to say this being mean or yeah, I'm not saying you're bullying ugly. anybody. Just it's this. just typically, generally, <laughs> this is what men think. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. But no, I don't think I don't think women I don't think women are in a similar category. I don't think there is. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. I know it's my opinion, and I'm that's and that's I'm sticking to it. Mm. 
Uh, Chase with a flop. I'm going to have fucking emojis next to their names. Is that a new thing on Twitter? Uh, he oh. says, Twitter seems upset that people are celebrating Adele's weight loss. Did it ever occur to you we are celebrating all the hard work and determination it took Adele to get there? Think uh, that kind of dedication is inspiring. Stop downplaying because of your own insecurities. I think that's a big point. Yeah, that's a huge point. People, and honestly, when I when I looked at Twitter, I was I went on these people's uh bashing this language yeah. to see if they were fat, to be honest. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look very hard because I didn't find any. Oh, so you didn't find fat people that were like, it's okay to be fat? I, didn't, again, I looked like three people. <laughs> but those three people, they were, no. They were mostly people I couldn't, they didn't have real pictures. Twitter doesn't really have real pictures of people as opposed to Facebook or Instagram. Um, but that's a good point. If, you're on, any, if anyone who is saying... Don't praise Adele. One, you're an asshole. Yeah. Because she has come out and said she wants to lose this weight. So it's not like she has an, it's as far as I know, she didn't have an eating disorder. This is something she wanted to do. She set a goal and she accomplished it and she should be a, applauded. Or if you're going to make a comment, you shouldn't just be like, fuck you, Adele. Or fuck, you know, not even, not, not even that. No one's even saying fuck you, Adele. People are saying fuck you for praising Adele. Yeah, it was just so dumb. Which is dumb. It's like, don't you have better things to do? I guess what it really comes down to is people who are like, you shouldn't praise her for that. I guess their only point, because really the only way I see this is sort of like a bad thing is if she actually does have, if she's like bulimic or something. Yeah. Like that's how she got there. She did something. Yeah, that's she bad. She did things unhealthy. That's bad. But that's the thing. But by saying that, if that's your argument, now you're instantly calling her unhealthy because of how she looks, which is what they're getting mad at people for saying. That's a good point. So it's like you're both doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just for the sake of time, I want to move on because um, we have other more important things to talk about. But it's the way I'm going to end on. It's what I always say. Yeah, Adele's weight loss, really? There's more important yeah, topics? Yeah, there's more important topics. Yeah. Um, when, it, when it comes to the idea of weight, weight isn't beautiful one way or the other. Like... Overweight people are disgusting. Oh my god! Like, like, like heavily overweight people, heavily underweight people, in my opinion, are kind of more disgusting to me. Big or small isn't beautiful. Healthy is beautiful. If you're healthy, you're beautiful. It's that simple. Nah. In my opinion. Okay. If yeah. if All you right. if if you are healthy, in my opinion. You are beautiful. Unless I'm just not physically attracted to you. I mean, I'm physically not attracted to certain well, so people. They're not beautiful. <laughs> well, part of me being physically attracted to someone is that they're healthy. <laughs> One way or the other. All right. So we're talking about um, Cal the state of California. Nash, I'm very curious to see what you think of this whole story. The state of California is suing Uber and Lyft. I saw this. Yeah. For Why? Because, well, here's why. Um, last year, California passed a law known as Assembly Bill 5. Notably, the law requires companies to treat their workers as employees instead of contractors. And if those companies control how um, workers perform tasks or if their ability to work is routine part of the company's business. Um, when AB5 was drafted, it specifically targeted companies like Uber and Lyft. Since it went to effect on January 1st, both companies have resisted adhering to it. 
In fact, both Uber and Lyft, as well as DoorDash, have pumped $90 million into a campaign for a ballot initiative to exempt them from the law. Now, Nash, they're suing Uber and Lyft because they are not falling by the guidelines of the law that was passed. What do you yeah, think? That's this is kind of tricky because for me, I'm all about workers' rights. Typically, I am too. But and see this thing because their uh, their whole business model runs on the fact that you're not actually a taxi driver. You're just a person. Yeah. Who wants to do this? You have to do with the car. That's kind of their whole business model. They haven't lied about that. They haven't been upfront about it. But also, they probably realize by doing that, they can not pay people as much. Yeah. So being a former Uber Lyft driver. Uh, mainly Lyft. I couldn't get a, I couldn't get Uber because insurance or whatever. Um, but I was a Lyft driver, and it averaged out in the state of New Jersey in this area. It averaged out to minimum wage. Plus wear and tear on your car. Wear and tear on my car about about fifteen and fifteen well, an hour. You're driving a um, job. You know, but that cash. was that was before tax. Now, taxes do get taken out because when you're a contractor, you don't get taxes taken out. You have to pay taxes at the end of the year. Yeah. But they also, when I, when I got my, my statement, it, it applied for, they, they, they track your mileage and they track like gas. And I don't know if they track gas, but they track like your mileage and wear and tear. And they do give you, they do include that in the tax return. So I don't think I had to pay any money for Uber and Lyft. I don't know that for a fact, but they did give me some back for mileage and wear and tear. They, do, they did take that into account. Okay. Which, I th- which, which, which surprised me because I was expecting to pay back out the ass. But like when you were doing this, um, did you have a consistent schedule you would do it or did sometimes you just do it? So it, it depended on my day. I Personally, I liked the flexibility. I, because you, when you drive, you kind of have an idea of when the hot, the hot times are and Uber and Lyft has a good way of knowing you when those are, they, they, they provide you data through the app when to drive. Um, they have these bonuses every now and then certain peak hours. Um, when it's more busy, you get more money because there's more people requesting lifts. Yeah. Um, now with this law. My main concern is that this could just that could just go away because. Well, it's going to be too expensive to essentially run the company. Yeah. And could they could they just then they have to kind of mandate one, how many drivers they can have in a certain area. And two, they could start to mandate their hours because that. Yeah, that's right. That's another thing because they're not like that's when I said my issue was with like workers rights, because typically in most circumstances, it's. They are an employee and they're being overworked where they're here. They're not an employee, so they get to make their own hours. Mm -hmm. They can do those hours as much as they want, whenever they want. They have more freedom than you would in like any other job. Yeah. Like, like which is better for the employer and not the, the employee, the driver, to be honest, I don't know if they got minimum wage and some benefits maybe, but I can probably guarantee there's going to be a lot less drivers out there. And the quality of service is probably going to go down. And some people really rely on that money. Some people drive for Uber and Lyft full time. Yeah, no, exactly. Because you can set to work to do it as much as you want. As much as you need, even. You can take a vacation whenever you want. Yeah. And some people you don't just, have to call in sick. Some people just do it on the weekends. Like teachers will do it during the summer to make some extra cash when more people are out riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know how I mean, but at the end of the day, Nash, that call conversation we just had in this certain circumstance, I don't think matters because the law already passed. So Uber and Lyft have to adhere to it. Oh yeah. And they're being sued for not. So in my opinion, they have no case. Because law already passed. Law already passed. And you are breaking that law. So, um, Well, no. Because... Do they have a case? I mean, we'll get into it, the specifics of the actual cases. I think they do, because if the law defines it as routinely, because there is no set schedule for an Uber Lyft driver. Yeah. The routine is whatever you want it to be. The routine is not mandated. Yeah. There isn't a routine. So, um, Becerra, who is the person suing from the, from California, urges Uber and Lyft violated state law by classifying their drivers as independent contractors, aka gig workers in a gig economy, um, meaning you sign up for a gig, um, when they should actually be classified as employees. Quote, Uber and Lyft's misclassification of drivers deprives workers of critical workplace protections such as rights to minimum wage and overtime and access to paid sick leave, disability insurance, and unemployment insurance. Unemployment insurance, it's really hard to get fired from Lyft. Um, this, well, I don't... Go ahead. You're not, that's the thing. You're not, there isn't a routine schedule. That's like all of that, all of that stuff that she says is for somebody who's an employee, not a contractor. Because you mm-hmm. hire a contractor when you need a contractor. Yeah. For that time. Like I am a contractor, but I very much have a routine. Yeah, that's not the law there. Law here. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. The assumption is they don't understand the the entire yeah. the length. But then again, I then again, I do have flexibility. I can be like, hey, listen, I'm going. I'm going home. Um, these days, I'm not going to be available. And they, they they can't say anything. Yeah, I have that flexibility. Um, but I also don't get health insurance. Well, actually, that's not true. I can get health insurance. Um, oh. yeah, they can. They can provide me health insurance through uh, as a as a contractor, which is nice to know, actually. Uh, the statement goes on to say that they are seeking, quote, restitution for workers, a permanent halt to the unlawful misclassification of drivers and civil penalties that could reach hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, so that's why they're suing. Yeah. <laughs> well, for always for money. But that, I mean, that's a, that, that is a strong case, because like you said, it already is a law. If they're not acknowledging that law. You're kind of. Yeah. Then again, they're all they're filing to be exempt and in that case, they in that situation, they could have a case because they're finally to become exempt. If they can prove that they should be exempt, then this lawsuit goes away. But, well, uh, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, not a lawyer. I'm just I don't understand how, like, when the exemption... Because they're not exempt right now, they're doing it. So clearly they're breaking the law. Yeah. So that can't change no matter That's what. True. Okay, good point. So if found guilty of violating the law... Uh, the companies could be forced to pay drivers back wages as well as fines for not paying state payroll taxes. Uh, I wonder how much they save in taxes when having those employees. Probably a lot. A ton. They probably save so much money. Oh, yeah. But then, then again, Nash, I mean. That's what makes it feasible. But how, how would you rate the quality of Uber and Lyft, the services they provide? I've never had a bad Uber or Lyft. Been great. 
All of them. Yeah, sometimes they talk, but who cares? Like, that's not like... They've gotten me from point A to point B pretty well. In fact, I've had more issues with taxis than I have with Uber or Lyft. Yeah. So Uber and Lyft utilize, quote, the the illegitimate savings they gain from depriving their drivers of a full compensation and benefits they earn as employees to offer their ride-hailing services at an artificially low cost, decimating competitors and generating billions of dollars in the private sector wealth uh, wealth off the backs of vulnerable drivers. That just sounds like, hey – Companies, we're the government. We're mad you're making more money than us. No, they're not wrong. Because they don't have to pay them as much. It's like the only reason, like, yeah, cab companies suffer severely because of this. Well, that's capitalism. Sorry. Not, not. Your service isn't that great. Sort of, but you have to protect the rights of the employees. Mm. So if you're not doing that, then that's kind of. A dick move, as they say in the legal world. I mean, I, I do I do believe Uber and Lyft drivers should be paid more because they make very little in comparison to how much Uber and Lyft makes off of them. Yeah. So I do believe Uber and Lyft should be – it shouldn't be it. Although, it, then again, that's, not, that's another kind of com, com, complication I had when I was a driver. I was like, listen – do I honestly think I deserve more than minimum wage for this job? It's a minimal job that's very easy to do, that anyone can do, that requires minimal skill, which is just knowing how to drive. Yeah, well, you have to drive and have access to a car. Yeah. Does it really deserve more than minimum wage? The main argument I have, which I know you're going to say, is wear and tear in your car. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I didn't say because I already said it. And that's like if they're already throwing taxes, tax breaks at you for it, then. But the whole concept of it, like people who want to do it like a job. I'll say this. If there have been people that have done this like a nine to five, like then, yeah, they you probably owe them some some money. You should probably have to hire them or something. Yeah, I've but, driven I've driven eight hours in a day and made a little like one hundred fifty bucks, if that. But most people, I feel like it's like you just kind of do it because you have the access to it. Like you're not saving up money to become a Lyft driver, you know? Yeah, you're doing it because you got a car and some free time, and you need some money. Yeah, you're not like doing that as a well, I don't think a lot of people do it as a permanent state of and again employment. I, I think when this company Uber mainly Uber was first came around, it wasn't designed to be a job. Yeah. It wasn't designed to be a, a full time thing. It was designed as to be some extra cash when you're free time. I feel like they honestly anticipated more people to be like, oh, I drove, I got an Uber last week. I, you know, maybe I'll drive Uber this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's how they intended it to like go both ways more. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Uber, I remember, I remember like getting in my first Uber and like, I thought it was a weird concept. Um, and all the guy cared about was the star rating. He was like five stars, five stars, no tip, just five stars. Oh, yeah. So, like, Uber driver was kind of like, at least when it first came around, it was more like an actual job, an actual experience. Like, you know, like, I was like, the guy was like in a pretty nice car. Not a nice car, but like, he was in like a, he was dressed nice. He got out, opened the door. Like, he gave you an actual service. Like, if you paid for like an Uber XL, as opposed to now, it's just some dude with a Toyota <laughs> playing Little Wayne. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But Uber's defense, Uber has argued that its business lays in its technology, not its rides. Because of that, has argued that the drivers are not a, are not a routine part of its business, which I call bullshit. Yeah. Your business is ride sharing. Your business is Google Maps with its skin. Right? Because you don't, you don't sell technology. Do they? They technically sell the app. Mm, so they do sell technology. Well, sort of. The app is free. Yeah. So Wait. they quite literally are selling rides. They're not selling the app. The app is free. There's no ads in the app either. So there's really the only monetization they have through the app is the rides. Yeah. You're selling rides, not an app, because you already charge for it. But you can't get the rides without the app. So it's free. You can right. still you can still sell something that's free. You're no. still selling it. No, 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 you're not. Huge difference. No, you're not. I am not kidding. In Florida, you can't buy turtles. So you know what they do? They sell you turtle cages. You know what it comes with? The turtle. A free turtle. A free turtle. That's true. Okay. Uh, so both it and Lyft have argued that the drivers prefer being independent and deciding when they work. That's a very general statement. I guarantee you some Uber drivers or Lyft drivers would definitely want full-time benefits. Um, according to a spokesperson, Uber plans to contest, contest the lawsuit, saying that at the same time, it will, quote, uh, it will push to, quote, raise the standard of independent workers work for drivers in California, including with guaranteed minimum earnings and new benefits. At a time when California's economy is in crisis with 4 million people out of work, we need to make it easier, not harder, for people to quickly start earning. Bad timing on this lawsuit, I will say. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I feel like California doesn't have a subway, do they? They do. It's just nowhere near how New York's is. If, yeah, because I just feel like their public transport isn't as... It's not. Yeah. They, you need a car in L.A. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of their probably their biggest money maker by a lot. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what my point was. So despite Uber and Lyft saying that drivers like the independent model, California's lawsuit still claims that those companies have enough control over drivers to classify them as employees. They hire and fire them, it reads. They control which drivers have access to which possible assignments. Um... I don't know about – they do hire and fire them. That's fair. They go – but anyone gets, anyone gets hired. It's not like you can get – you can apply and get denied. You, yeah, you, it's like if you're a contractor, you have to get hired to be a contractor. Yeah. I mean you can get denied, um, but you can get fired. But they control which drivers have access to which possible assignments. That's based on an algorithm. That's based on like the closest car and – number of rides and then try to keep it fair i guess yeah it's not like someone really. sitting it's not like someone sitting in a chair going okay billy okay sally yeah like you you kind of get in a queue yeah they're not really they don't choose it's based on an algorithm access to which possible assignments again it's like sort of they really don't they do but a lot of that i feel like isn't really Mm. A lot of that is well. A lot of that works part on how the, the company isn't a contractor. You know what I mean? Because it works on people around you. Like the best, the Uber is most successful when you're in a place with a lot of people nearby, because it just means more Ubers are going to be available. Yeah, and so it means they don't have to monitor like who they employ where. There's just whoever's nearby. 
Yeah. They're not telling people go to this location. If people want to go to that location and get more rides, yeah. they can. Like they, they, they will highlight, well, at least they used to, they would highlight a certain area in a circle. And it's like, you can earn more in this circle. Do you want to drive to this circle? And you go, yeah, sure. Or you can completely ignore it. Yeah. Oh. So they're being nice too. I mean, the the bonuses the as as in the four, few months I was using it, the bonuses would shrink and shrink. So I'm not gonna say they were. They're, they mean they're doing the bare minimum there. Let's try not to give them too much credit. But um, no, because bare minimums they wouldn't even have to do it at all. Yeah, I mean they Uber and Lyft can treat their drivers better. I will not disagree with that. Um, but they don't also completely fuck them over like California says they do. Yeah, it's not like they're getting tricked. I mean, I I am one for the free market. I am one for workers' rights and choice. And if a worker chooses to do this, knowing what they're getting into, that's on them. The issue is the law already exists. The issue is the law already exists, which is I think Uber and Lyft have a point. They don't have a case. Yeah. They have to seriously, seriously change things up. Yeah. But Nash, we've had some fun talking about fat people. Oh god. We've had a good logical discussion about Uber and Lyft. Ready to talk about some murder? Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a really shitty story. Yeah, th- you know, we like to have a lot of fun and games here, but Nash, I think you know, I can speak for both of us. We're gonna try and keep the well, we're actually gonna keep the fun and games to our minimum here and just kind of talk about what actually happened and the murder of a man by the name of Ahmad Arbery. Ar- Arbery? Arbery? I would pronounce it Arbery. Arbery. So. But I could I could be wrong. I'm, you know, we're not trying to make jokes right now. No. This is just what happened. This, I just, I don't know this, guy's. I, I'm very bad at reading names. So, on February 23rd, you know, granted, as of recording this, it is May 11th, so keep that in mind. On February 23rd, 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery was shot and killed while running alone on a street in a coastal town of Brunswick, Georgia. On May 5th, the prosecutor overseeing the case finally announced that he believed a grand jury would eventually review the case, which it is currently doing. This article I uh, did some research on was written um, last Monday, May – Monday or Wednesday um, or Tuesday or Thursday. It was last week. But at, it was around Wednesday. Around Wednesday. Um, but as of last Friday, the two men who shot him have been arrested. Um, according to witness testimony, actually, I think I have that more up here. These part of the notes. Um, no, I don't. Okay. So, oh, here it is. Um, according to witness testimony from Gregory McMichael in a police report. Filled with the Glen County Police Department, Arbery was running alone when he was spotted by McMichael. McMichael told police he believed Arbery was a suspect from a series of recent break-ins in the neighborhood. Now, um, the Glen County Police Department said on Thursday, last Thursday, that it had no reports involving burglaries or home break-ins in the San Santia Shores, Satilla Nor's Shores neighborhood <coughs> between January 1st and February 23rd. However, local media reported that one burglary, an automobile burglary, was reported to the police in the same neighborhood during that period of time. Now, the two men uh, was McMichael, a 64-year-old man, and his son, um, a 34-year-old man. Um, 
McMichael describes Arbery as hauling ass down the road. He said he ran inside and called for Travis, his son, to help chase him. Uh, Travis grabbed his gun, his shotgun, while McMichael grabbed his 30, 37, 30, 357, 357 Magnum revolver. Um, according to McMichael, this was because they, quote, didn't know if the male was armed or not. Again, it should be noted that McMichael and his son are both white, while Arbery is a 25-year-old black male. Um, McMichael claimed he had specifically seen Arbery several nights before with his hands stuck in his pants, so he thought he might be armed. And if that sounds racist, it probably is. Um <laughs> After, I mean, really, after leaving the house, McMichael and Travis got into a truck to pursue Arbery. According to McMichael, the pair drove up to him and tried to call, uh, cut him off, but Arbery turned around and began running in the opposite direction. McMichael said he shouted, stop, stop, we want to talk to you, but Arbery kept on running. The man shouted again. This time, Travis got out of the truck with his shotgun. At, at that point, McMichael said Arbery began to violently, in quotes, attack Travis. Uh, Arbery and Travis then reportedly started fighting over the shotgun. Travis fired a shot. A second later, he fired another shot. After that, McMichael said Arbery fell down face first with his hand over his under his body. McMichael said he rolled Arbery over to see if he had a weapon, but notably he was unarmed. Later the police arrived on the scene. Arbery was pronounced dead on the spot. Now your initial thoughts before you can get into the video that was leaked. Um robbery isn't a Okay, so I don't know the precise law in Georgia. But I know the law for Tennessee, and I'm pretty sure they have the they have this thing where your weapon, your gun license, is acceptable in other states. So it's like my Tennessee one is, I think, acceptable in Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, Louisiana, certain states that allow it. But. Yeah, and uh, in New York, not New York. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, and one of the things is sh you can't shoot someone over robbery. That's not equivalent. There isn't enough there for you to they have to have intent for lethal force to be brought upon you. Right. Like 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 a, like a, like a break into your own home. Well, not even that if <laughs> what's well, breaking and entering on this robbery sort of it's like if you can shoot someone if someone is trespassing and you feel threatened that they are going like if you don't know what they're going to do, mm -hmm. you can't assume that. You can assume lethal force because they have used force to break into your house. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. Whereas if someone is taking your TV and is running outside of your running away from your property with your TV, you can't shoot them. Because it's, it's public? Because they clearly don't have intent to harm you. They just wanted to steal your TV. Right. Right, 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 right. That is murder. Oh, homicide? No, that's that's homicide. Yeah. Can, and that's, you, that's, can you shoot to wound, not to kill? Um, or is that debatable? Is that tough? Is that a tough call? You can, you are responsible for whatever happens with whatever bullet you shoot. Mm. So... It's essentially the same. Mm. If you're shooting at someone, 
it, it's all the same. So I was watching a video and reading an article um, that was about the new updates in this story. So before we even get to the get to the actual video in Georgia, there is a law saying that civilians can make arrests, um, but only if that person is committing a felony. Um, oh no! Only if you see them commit the felony, right? But you can also not use lethal force. You have to be immediately present. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot use lethal force unless you're like defending yourself for like your life. And my understanding is typically if you're doing a citizen's arrest, there has to be a declaration of such. Yeah. Whereas here we don't really have that. Yeah. Here we have – well, let's get to the video. So the video was leaked recently – so again, this happened back in February, end of February. Yeah. It is now May. Um, and this video was recently released. In the video, a man who is believed to be Arbery runs down the street from a white truck. Um, men shout at the runner. Arbery believes, uh, then runs around the truck. And before he's seen on camera again, a gunshot can be heard. Afterward, Arbery and the man who is believed to be Travis McMichael can be seen fighting uh, before disappearing. From the frame once again, notably unlike the testimony given in a police report, a total of three shots can be heard instead of two. Aubrey's family has reported reportedly made multiple requests to law enforcement to access the video, but according to Merritt, they're I think it was a lawyer, they did not actually see it until it was leaked, which is fucked up. Um, even though he claims the police have had it since the day Aubrey was killed. Wow. Yeah, you can't withhold evidence. Well, if they're not going, they're not going to court yet. So I don't, I don't think charges have been brought, right? They have now. Okay. As of now, they haven't. But as a time of re- re- requesting to see the video, they couldn't because there was evidence, even though there was no charges. So it, why, why couldn't? Is there like a reason the cops couldn't show them the video? Yeah, it's evidence. You can't show somebody evidence. But even if it's not an open case, no charges were filed. Well, no arrests were made. Yeah, because it's an open case. You can't disclose mm. information about it. Okay, I thought that was a shitty police work. No, look at you. No, being all correct. No, because it's well, you have to release it once charges have been made because your lawyer has to have the ability to, to make a uh, case with to all a, to request it. Like if the police don't give all you give you the evidence that they have, they don't have to tell you what the evidence means. They just have to give you the evidence. Mm. They it's then they're both their jobs to say what the evidence means. Mm-hmm. So um, Thursday, May 7th or Friday, May 8th, May 8th, May 8th, I forget. I think it was the 7th, the Thursday. Uh, men, the men were arrested and charged with murder. One of the reasons they may, they may have been a two month plus delay in the action by law enforcement is because they have reportedly been repeated conflicts of interest. In fact, Two prosecutors initially assigned to oversee the case both had to uh, rescue, recuse. recuse themselves because they had professional connections to Gregory McMichael. That's because McMichael is actually a former investigator for the Brunswick District Attorney's Office as well as a former officer in the Glen County Police Department. So this is a former cop that killed him. Yeah. This story just gets weirder and weirder. It gets weirder. Well, it makes you feel like it's kind of rigged. One of the prosecutors, George E. Barnhill, reportedly advised police that there was insufficient evidence to arrest McMichaels, arguing that they had acted legally under the state citizen arrest and self-defense statutes, which uh, they haven't. 
Yeah. Because um, even so, there, there are other defenses over the weekends. Another video came out where allegedly um, there is a house under construction nearby. Yeah. And they believe there was some footage of a man they believe to be Arbery minutes before the shooting happened was just walking around this house under construction. It's yeah, kind of this, so, yeah. it's kind of just being there. Didn't take anything. Didn't steal anything. Didn't really do anything. It was just kind of just walking around this construction site and then left. So even if they want to use that as evidence as a case to actually murder this kid, even if he broke a law, it's a misdemeanor, like trespassing. Well, the thing is, they chase him down, man. Yeah, they literally chased him down. And it, it can't be in self-defense because if you initiate the fight with someone and then kill him, that's not self-defense because you initiated the fight. Well, no. Und, under Georgia law. That's that's Georgia law. Oh, no, because no, they're arms. He, he is... Arbery has the right to use lethal force. Arbery does, but yeah. the the the, the uh, McMichaels don't. don't. Yeah, they, McMichaels they do not because they instigated it. Yeah, they, they went up. Yeah, like Arbery may have charged him first, but he had a gun, so I feel like any court of law would see. Well, that. Well, yeah, no, it's, obviously it's self defense. Somebody's got a gun. Um, you kind of have to attack. But Arbery didn't charge them. He just fucking ran away from them. He did. He ran away from them twice, but then they said he attacked um, Travis McMichael. Mm. They're fighting over a shotgun. No, over his shotgun. But that's, I mean, that's. I mean, duh. There are two things you can do run away, which he did, or fight them, which he did. So th- this, this story just has me sick, personally. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just, it's it's murder. It's just straight up murder for no reason. It's 100% murder. And, you know, I like, I like to think that certain racial tensions in this country are sometimes overblown. But this one, I got, I got nothing. I, I don't like saying, um... Race is a factor, a motivator. No, it clearly is. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like saying it's like it is murder because we're not going to know all the evidence that's yeah. in it until after the fact. It's just this looks very clear. So from what we know right now it on looked- May 11th, from what we understand and know right now, this clearly looks like something his kid was murdered. Now, in some time in the future, that could change. It could. I'm not saying it won't. Um, I doubt it. There could be new evidence, but it doesn't like, or there could be evidence they're not sharing. Yeah, but it does not seem that way. It looked like these two guys saw a black man running down the street, and they just murdered him because they thought he was a criminal. Yeah, that's all it looks like. So obviously, people are pissed off. Because the thing they 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 have no right to be chasing him. No. It just kind of makes it feel like that guy. Um, I think I think it was Travis. Travis was fighting him, his son, and then the father killed him, shot him. He was in the truck. The one that was the cop, the father, and worked for the DA. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck's this guy's name? This piece of shit, Greg. Gregory. Fucking Greg. And to me, it just seems like he felt like he could get away with it, 
And he doesn't like black people. Yeah. Yeah. So people demand justice. Family lawyer S. Lee Merritt um, has also been vocal since the video's release, saying that, quote, series of events captured in this video confirm what all the evidence indicated prior to its release. Ahmad Arbery was pursued by three white men that targeted him solely because of his race and murdered him without the, without justification. This is murder. Um I think it's interesting. The third person that we haven't mentioned yet was the man who released the video, the man who shot the video. Um, he was in a car behind the two, the two guys. Um, apparently he was part of the guy that he was part of the, them chasing him down. He is also being investigated and he might be tried as well. What do you think of that? What? So the guy who, the guy who filmed the video. Yeah. Was in the car. Another car. They're trying to get him charged as well. And he was with them chasing him. Yes. That's pretty messed up. Yeah. I don't know if that one's going to stick. They're investigating him. No charges were filed against him yet. Um, well. But he's a witness, in my opinion. If they, if they, uh, no, because if he helped kill him, get them, if he helped them get there to kill him, he's an accomplice. He's in a different, he's in a different car though. What do you, okay, so wait. Was this guy active? I don't. I don't understand that involvement. I'm. I'm not. I'm not fully either. But he okay. wasn't. He didn't. He didn't attack him. He didn't. As far as I know, yell out at him. He shot the video, recorded the video in the car. Yeah. Re- recorded the murder on camera, and then and then he himself released it, and now he might get charged as an accessory or an accomplice. He hasn't yet. Yeah, that might be hard. To- but his lawyer is arguing that, like, listen, he's just a he's just a witness to a tragedy. Like, he didn't do anything. He yeah. If that- he didn't drive them over there, if he didn't, yeah, he didn't. He what? He didn't actually drive them over there. Um, but you know, people are trying to make the people are trying to make the argument that if you do nothing, you're an accomplice. Like, if you just watch someone get murdered and you don't report it or do anything about it, you're an accomplice. What do you think of that? That's a little sticky. I think it's the last episode of Seinfeld. But <laughs> but on a, on a more serious note, no, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, if I saw if I was at a distance and I saw two guys with guns attacking another guy, I'm not going to help him because I'm going to die. It's very plainly, that's me dying isn't going to do any good. Mm hmm. And it's not like I'm not saying like that, like I would not try to if I could. It's just where that guy was filming it. If he tried to get in the way, he would very easily get shot. Yeah, it's it's not like and that could be self-defense. It's not like they were on a train, you know, like when uh, those those uh, a while ago when there were those terror that terrorist. I think it was just one guy on that train in Paris. Mm hmm. Like. Okay, that's a train. Like, there's nothing you can do on a train other than, you know, straight up go. Because they can't run anywhere if they got a gun. Like, having a gun kind of sucks. Yeah. On a train. So, yeah, this is the modern day lynching, 2020. And the fact that this happened in February and it's now May and they're just getting to it. It's now just getting brought up. It's, yeah. it's like, how did they just sweep this under the rug for that long? Global pandemic. True. It was like literally two weeks later, it was a global pandemic. So that could have had something to do with it too. Although, no, it was two weeks before, really. Yeah. February 23rd. It was a leap year. 
That is kind of crazy that it wasn't big news before. So people on social media started a petition. Um, you know, people are saying because of the social backlash and outrage that that's a reason why they were charged finally. And because the video was released publicly. Um, and that's the, if that's, if that is the case, that is why they got arrested because of the public outcry. One, shame on you for taking it, taking to that. But two, social media did something right for once. Yeah. I always, you say for once a lot. They do it. They do okay sometimes. Yeah, you know, you mad, bro? It's the kind of the show. We kind of got to pick up the negatives. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're the reason the world's rotating. Part of the show, right here, yep, right now. We do it. We are gravity. We are gravity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good T-shirt trademark. It's the show title. Don't we are, steal my. We idea. are. We are gravity, bitch. Um, so, the Justice Department or the DOJ or someone is trying to uh, the Department of Justice spokeswoman. Uh, Carrie Kupek said that the agency is, quote, assessing all the evidence to determine whether federal hate crime charges are appropriate. Uh, yeah, this is totally a hate crime. Uh, I don't know. They don't do anything to us to insinuate it's a hate crime. Sure, they don't call them an N-word. They don't say die N-word. They don't mention race. Um, I mean, if they find, like, Klan robes in their house. and Yeah, I mean, like... A problem with the, uh, there's many problems with this story, but when it comes to charging and justice, it's very easy to say to say race is a motive and race is an issue and race is a part of this. I feel like we're all leaning towards that, right? But can you prove that in a court of law? Exactly, it's incredibly hard to prove. It has to be blatant and obvious, which people probably won't like this, but I totally agree with that because. You don't. You don't believe you should have. You should be able to go to jail on, I don't, on implications. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the threat, um, like the possibility that somebody could get more jail time because of an insinuated hate crime, when in, in reality it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like that's much worse. Yeah, I mean, typically, genuinely, I I do have. A, a problem or like not a problem but like a a a a tough judgment on determining hate crimes because they're just like that they're exactly incredibly hard to prove um yeah because you can't it's very hard to prove motive like that without blatantly saying yeah, it yeah exactly Without just crystal clear evidence because uh, if if you don't have it then you're just guessing someone's thoughts yeah like, can we assume? Yeah, I think most of us are assuming it. It was racially yeah. motivated. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it is blatantly obvious. It's just not literally blatantly obvious. There's not evidence. Yeah, um, manifested in front of us right now. So but we if, can't but, know for sure. But if enough enough people are angry, I mean, you know, I mean, the voice of the people can be a pretty powerful thing. So I guess we'll hey, see. Thanks, Benjamin Franklin. Oh. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will follow this story story as it develops further. But ladies and gentlemen, I think that'll wrap it up. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of the You Mad Bill Podcast, episode number 43. We are Gravity. Boop, boop.
Gravity. Yo, I've got so much gravity on me. That's because you're overweight, Nash. Hey, uh, I, I made that joke. That was the joke. If you want to lose that weight, Nash, we can post a picture of you while you have your glow up and watch all of our fans get mad want, at you. I don't want I don't want people to get mad because they were nice to me. Right? <laughs> I don't want to cause that kind of chaos in the world. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to listen to this po- listen to all of our archives of this podcast, go to InBigglessPodcastSolutions.com. Go to that You Mad Bro tab. Make Make sure you scroll down, hit that donation tab, and show us some love. That offer of me throwing quarters at Nash, Nash throwing pennies at me, is still available if you actually donate. Can we just drop the quarters thing? No. I'm just going to throw pennies at you. Do you have pennies to throw at me? Banks are closed there, big guy. I got pennies somewhere. All right. Um, you map a part on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm Will Tash. That's Nash Moore. Uh, make sure you check out all of our other shows, all of our new wrestling content on Wrestle Addict Radio, the podcast network, all focused around professional wrestling, WWE, and more. Of course, the Daily Grind with Kelly Johnson and the Sam Bissell podcast. Show my friends some love. Show our clients some love. Show our people on the network some love. If you want to start your own podcast and be on our network, make sure you go to our network. Sign up and let us know. Feel free to reach out to us at info at ambiguousproduction.com. And we can get back to you. But Nash, before we go, what's your favorite coin? What do you mean, coin? What's your favorite coin? Like the nickel, dime, penny, quarter, Um, quarter dollar, half dollar, dollar coin, chocolate uh, coin? Nah, the Canadian ones. The one with the goose on it? I don't know. The one that's like gold. In the middle? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's cool. That's a good one. It's a nice design. And we'll be back next week as long as you say it.